Once upon a time, there lived three small wooden boys who wanted nothing more than to be real. Have you ever seen a wooden boy like we? And will we have a conscience after all thy see? Let's dream an itty bitty wish of all what things might itty bitty be. Just join us and you'll see. Coming, coming. Oh, God. Hello? Oh. Hello. Hello. What's all that on your face? I <laughs> Listen, old man, there's no time to waste, okay? I've just come here from Mars. There's radiation all over the place. I need to figure out what's going on. Can you please let us in? It's oh, imperative wow. that we get in. That's, that's very serious. Come in, come in. Thank let you. Just Thank please God. finish moisturising. Stop touching your <laughs> there's face. No time. There's no oh. time to moisturise, okay? So Give me some. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to Real Boys, a Pinocchio podcast. My name's Luke Terry, and I'm joined by Luke Thomas, who's rubbing his face. Hello. And Joe Tyrone, who's not rubbing his face. Not yet. Hello. <laughs> in this episode, we're here to talk about Pinocchio in Outer Space, which is a sort of lost animated film, I, I believe. It um, is indeed. How are you both today? Uh, I'm very good. I've just finished walking up a mountain. And back down a mountain with a group of refugees and I was asking one of them if he was having a good time and if he was alright with the walk and he told me that he'd walked from Afghanistan and I was like alright okay that's... <laughs> what that day? <laughs> not that <laughs> day <laughs> but what? like this year I was, was like it... okay yeah fair enough this isn't that bad I was going to say was it more in like a, this is nothing mm. <laughs> oh wow literally ran up <laughs> I was like, this is just nothing. He was like, come on, Luke, keep up. It was so I, cool. It was awesome. I love the idea of you bragging that you've done the um, free, free peaks and all those little walks that you've done. And then he's like, well, I've been Afghanistan, walked from there. Walked from the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mental. Yeah, I looked like a proper prat because I was doing that. Of course I was. I was bragging. And yeah, I looked like a pillow. Well, I bet yeah, he doesn't have a Pinocchio podcast. Exactly. And I'm very tired because I woke up extra early to watch this film and to make my crafts and prepare my craft table. But yeah, I'm happy to be here. Good. How are you, Joe? You had a busy day? Yeah, busy day at the office, you know. I'm joking. I'm, I'm off work at the moment, even though I look like I'm dressed for work. Um, yeah, you're wearing a tech support T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed, I'm dressed. I'm actually dressed like tech support for a reason. It's in case anything goes wrong here, you know, like I, I'm here to save the day. So... Good. Reporting um, first, for duty. First bit of tech support. Oh, he's done it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that's about so, to call Luke out for not having his virtual background on. Yeah. So for the listeners of this audio podcast, every single time we record, we have a virtual background of a workshop, but no one can ever see it because it's I not have a, a fairground. Record. Actually, sorry, you have a really horrible fairground. <laughs> what do I have? I've got a workshop, haven't I? Yeah. Clocks yeah, everywhere. Clock room. How many it's clocks? Absolutely surrounded by clocks. Well, in terms of this film, Pinocchio in Outer Space, had, had either of you seen, heard of, or like knew anything about before we spoke about it last time? I hadn't heard of it, but seeing the poster, I've definitely seen this character design before. I'm not sure if it's because it looks kind of similar to the uh, Disney's Pinocchio. 
Yeah, there's a weird like vague familiarness about it. That's what I was sort of thinking yeah. when, when it started. It it reminded me of so many things, mostly the Jetsons though. Mm. It's mm. got a real Jetsons vibe at the start. Do you remember that show? Uh, kind, no, kind of like the, they were like the Flintstones in outer space. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't remember it, but I found lots of reference to that in my in my diving into the uh, the limited history of this film. Did you really not? Neither of you ever watched that. No. Um, no. Like which Hanna Barbera stuff did you watch? I watched all of it. Whatever was on Cartoon Network, that was that was one of them. Or I used to, do you know what I used to do? I don't know why, but I used to always watch. Do you remember the channel Boomerang? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Boomerang. And it was it was um, called Boomerang because it was like a throwback, right? It was always older things. So like they'd show the um, was it Scooby Doo? Where are you? Was that the original series? Uh, yeah, yeah some... I think so. Yeah. Always showed that, which is oh, the I best did watch this. Series. Sorry. Yeah, Jetsons was it was exactly the same as the Flintstones. I used to watch the Flintstones yeah. as well, which was great. But yeah, I always I... just remember that theme song for Jetsons, where it's like he's boy Elroy, and then it's like the little kid like flying through uh, the kitchen. See, I never had I never had Sky as a kid, so I had terrestrial TV and oh, Freeview. No. I know it's so sad. So I remember they had Top Cat and the Flintstones on in the summer holidays. Good stuff on BBC Two. Around the time of the monsters as well. Did you watch oh, yeah. that? The what? Yeah. The monsters. Monsters. Yeah. I've never the seen monsters. it. I'm aware of it. And then, um, and then the one I have the most fond memory about is Hair Bear Bunch, which <laughs> is the one where it's a bear and he has big curly hair, and that's it. That's the I whole feel like show. I know I know that name, but only because I think people used to call me it when I had long hair. Like anyone over <laughs> sixty would be like, oh, "Yeah, it's the Hair Bear Bunch." But <laughs> <laughs> shut up, granddad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a re- those kind of references have I think died out now that the people making them are all like eighty years old. <laughs> Hair Bear Bunch does look good. I'll I'll be honest with you. I like the look of that. Might yeah, have to check it's it out. Good. There was I, like I... Peasley and and Vermin or whatever, and they were like the villains, and they used to chase them, and they were used to work in a zoo, and nice. yeah, they used to ride an invisible three seater bike. The three I bears. liked um, Hong Kong Fooey. Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he used to go into like a filing cabinet in his police office that he worked at, and then he'd come out and he was Hong Kong Fui. Was he just a man before? No, he was always a dog. But he used to. Oh, he's always a dog in his martial arts outfit. Yeah, the more I'm looking up here, I'm I'm remembering more of this. I can't remember the specifics, but I recognise the designs of all of these characters. So I must have seen some of it. Yogi Bears, obviously. Just watch like um, you probably used to watch like El Perro Loco and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) I re- who's this crocodile with a hat? Where's that from? Lyle Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> it's not Lyle Crocodile. Crocodile with a hat. Where where are you looking? I liked Wacky Races. Uh yeah, no, I think it is from Wacky Races. Yeah. That sounds like it could be. Dick yeah. Dastardly, Penelope Pitstop. Yeah. All the gang. And Yogi. Yeah. Their stuff was quality. I'd love to see it come was back. Was it good and... though? Yeah, like, it was. Uh, for Dibble. I remember yeah, exactly. Top so case you to say that. <laughs> Top cat. <laughs> yeah, I used to love all that stuff. Maybe I'd... it's just nostalgia. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like rewatching it. Like I bet they're they're horrendous. Scooby Doo's no. still good though, and the Flintstones. Yeah, the original Scooby Doo's really good. Tom and Jerry, that was pretty good. Yeah, Tom and Jerry's all right. I'd love to see it come back, but not in the form of like, I don't know. It's live action, and Blake Lively looks under a kitchen surface and like. The Flintstones are there, but they're really small and they've somehow come to the real world. What? I hate those sort of films. 
that's all like the recent Tom and Jerry was. They like came to the real world and like disrupted the hotel that Chloe Moretz worked at or something. Yeah, that was strange, wasn't it? That I think I that I that's one of the first films in a long time that I just turned off halfway through. Because <laughs> I, I, I can't do this. Oh, this is rubbish. I put it on as a background film anyway, but it it wasn't great. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Scoop? I, yeah, I did. I actually, that. I turned that off. Actually, I, I think I I I might have done the same as well. Actually, I don't think I finished that. Which bit like, did you send it off at? I think in the in the bit where they meet the space dog. All right, that's when I turned yeah. it off as soon as the spaceship turned up. I liked the opening when they were like kids. I thought it was quite yeah. yeah, and then as soon as that was over, it was rubbish. Yeah, I turned it off at Simon Cowell. I was like, I can't deal with you. <laughs> the thing was that I loved the live action Scooby Doo films. <laughs> yeah, they were <laughs> so good. good. They're very good. Yeah, like, but don't people fantastic. hate them or people hate on them? Nah, everyone like our age loves them. Yeah, because I we're think all it's... stupid kids when they came out. Weren't they done by James Gunn in some capacity? I think he wrote yeah, he, some of them. He wrote right. them, yeah. So I think like those films are actually very good. But yeah, our, our coward parents didn't appreciate them because they want them to be like the real, the old cartoon. But they were yeah. right about some things because I remember like watching the Spy Kids films and my parents being like, what is this nonsense? And I loved it at the time. <laughs> and then like, if you ever, ever look back at those, they are terrible. I've never watched any of them, like not even a second of them. Well, now's your chance. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, none of us had seen Pinocchio in outer space. Didn't nope. really know much no. about it. Um, should we go to the workshop and find out a little bit more about this curiosity piece? Let's yeah. do it. How are we get into the workshop? Hop in this little uh, space buggy that I've got here. Oh, fantastic. No, the workshop is still on Earth, actually, at the start of the film. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's, that's... I mean, I'm just parking it. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Park just... it outside. We will I'm need it later. Just it down the, I'm down just the getting hallway. a purring. Getting a purring. <laughs> right. Okay, we're here at this really traditional workshop, and it's not in outer space. Come in, come in. It's 1965. It's not in the past much, anymore. It's very much 1965. <laughs> Joe, you did some research on this film, I believe. I did indeed. This was a bit of a hard one to, I mean, I say hard. I feel like who might have had the harder job doing the release? I feel like, Luke, you might have had a harder job last time with the erotic adventures, trying to get the background into that. Yeah, a very um, hard job. It yeah. was weird, though, because that was a film that actually did get released, whereas we watched a fan edit of this, right? Well, yeah. So the, I found out that the version that we actually watched was, so this film aired on TV and also was originally only meant to air on TV, mm. but ended up getting released into theatres. But um, the version that we watched was a rip that someone had put together from TV. So they ripped it from a TV showing of it. Um, okay. But yeah, so let's go into more background on it that I've written down here. Let me find it. What what happened to the film of it? Like. Did it just never get a home release or something? Do we think? Yeah, I don't. I, I think it was just it was shown on TV, but it wasn't released as an actual theatrical release for video or DVD. But, but it was in some theaters, though. Yeah, it was in in, in like select theaters. So it was a collaboration between. It's like a Belgium and American collaboration. Um, the film was made by. Uh, I couldn't figure out if this company was called Bell Vision or Velvision because everywhere I looked, someone referenced it as something different. But it's one or the other. <laughs> They're a European company. Right. Um, they've got artists in like Belgium, Brussels, and other areas, and they essentially made the 1960s TV version of Adventures of Tintin. 
Um, oh, nice. But that, that this was a collaboration with people in the United States as well, which is where this was released. This was released by Universal in the States to theatres, but everywhere else it was on TV, from what I've seen anyway. Nice. Very weird. Um, so we got these two guys, Fred Ladd and Norman Prescott. They produced the film on the US side of things, as well as offered the initial concept for it. But these two guys, have you guys heard of Filmation before? Sounds familiar. Sounds familiar, so, yeah. So it's, it's a TV company. Again, they put stuff on TV, but they produced stuff like Sabrina, Archie, Gilligan's Island, Brady Kids. I've I've heard of a few of these. I've never watched them, but yeah. it's some American TV thing. But anyway, so the old that, cartoon that... versions of those things, though, right? Not like... Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, the old, the old yeah. cartoon versions of that. But they... Yeah, so that, that company... They they founded that essentially, but at the time they were just working with Bell Vision or Bell Vision or whatever they're called. I found out that you remember I mentioned earlier that the design of the character looks a bit like Disney's version. Mm-hmm. Turns out Disney weren't happy about that, um, and <laughs> and but these guys wanted to get the design as close to the Disney version as possible. But right. this kid's this, blonde. I well, this is the thing. So this acts as some kind of obviously in the story itself, it acts as like a loose sequel to some form of pinocchio film because obviously it's about him getting turned back into a boy again (laughs) for some reason but the reason we don't know right it was more just him being naughty again and then just got turned into a a real boy again yeah but disney weren't happy with it Mm. to the extent that they they got lawyers involved and stuff made him change made him change the design so we now have a puppet that has blonde hair and the only part of him that looks like a puppet is like a cork for a nose yeah. But more more specifically, what Disney weren't happy weren't happy about was in early versions of this film, there was a cricket as well, and they were like, "You can't have a cricket because Jiminy Cricket is ours." Obviously, by this point, Pinocchio is public domain, so they can do what they want with Pinocchio, but not with Disney's version of the characters. So Disney right. are like, "You can't do this." So that that's why they've now got Nurtle the Turtle in it instead of. <laughs> Far superior version of the book. Yeah, he was amazing. Amazing. What a choice. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Nurtle the Turtle, though, he was voiced by Arnold Stang, who voiced a bunch of different characters. Most notably, though, he was Top Cat. Oh, nice. Oh! He was the voice of Top Cat, yeah. He voiced some others, again, that I don't recognise. Like he, He did the voice of Herman Mouse in Herman and Catnip and Shorty in the Popeye War cartoons. Oh, oh yeah he did he has he's got other credits on like on camera work and he's worked alongside frank sinatra in oh. the man with the golden arm and he's worked on this one sounds great hercules in new york with arnold schwarzenegger nice what's oh, he up to yeah. now that's one of his first films uh i don't know what he's up to now i think Pro- very dead sure. yeah probably yeah probably probably, probably very past his time now it's gone back to Turtle um, D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Filmation that I mentioned earlier, they actually have gone on to make another version, uh, another Pinocchio story. Another no obscure, way. Yep. Pinocchio and the Emperor of a Night. I think we've already spoke about this. Yeah, they did yes. that. Yeah. So Filmation did that film. Is it set in this universe? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I yeah, think I it's like if it's this Pinocchio. Let me let me look at it. Pinocchio, Emperor of the Night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Nightman. The oh, Nightman cometh. It, sure it came out. It came out twenty-two years after this. <laughs> yeah. Legacy so people. long. <laughs> no, this this kid's got brown hair. No, yeah, uh, yeah. Pinocchio. 
they just said it, all, all, it's, all that I found was it's just another take on the classic tale. So again, they're just taking the the story and I don't know, imagine it in their own way. I don't even know what the story a, of this one a, is. There's a Marvel comic of this Pinocchio <laughs> and the Emperor of the Night. There's there's also a this. Whoa! Looks wow. sick. That oh font is unreal. That's awesome. Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night. I cannot wait to watch that. God, I and would that, love this comic. Well, going off of you saying that that comic comment as well, this film was adapted into a our space film um, was adapted into a comic strip, which was published in Tintin. Oh, yeah. I do uh, love Tintin. Yeah, Tintin was cool. Um, and I think that's the, the most of what I've got on this. Did I get nice. anything else? Well, that's a lot oh, more than I was expecting, to be fair. I've got one more thing, actually. <laughs> In a 1986 book called The Son of Golden Turkey Awards, this film was dubbed the most insufferable kiddie movie ever made. Oh, what? Jesus. That's not very I know. fair. And there's, it must uh, be and before we... the emoji movie. And I've got even sadder news for you both that we are not the first podcast to cover this film. No. Oh, There's a podcast. They are called. So let me get my notes. Bleep Don't them out. Promote them. Don't, Don't promote them. Well, okay. These guys. <laughs> they're called. They're called the No Strings Podcast. No, and no, they're not. They they're, talk about different Pinocchio they're, films. They're not. They're not a Pinocchio podcast, luckily. But they completely hated this film. <laughs> They've like. Oh. I. I think they are a podcast. I don't know if they're an audio podcast, but whatever they are, there's a huge blog post of them just like ripping into this film about how little sense it makes. So I'm getting quite offensive. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's their What's their name? Call them Drop, out. I don't know much about them, but they're called Misfits and Mysteries. Right, Misfits and Mysteries. They also have quite an interesting blog post that I found um, where they're talking about the Pinocchio cinematic universe, So, which is quite interesting. We'll have to collaborate with them one day. Yeah, I think we might have to message them. them. This is quite interesting. I'm going to send a link to this in the uh, chat after so we can read this because they're talking about Golden Key 1939, basically oh. all the ones that we've seen so far. Oh. Yeah. I, don't I wonder that. if anyone else has done a podcast on the erotic adventures of Pinocchio, though. That's what I want to know. That's, I wonder yeah, if these guys sure have mentioned not. it. Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night comic. I can get it in acceptable condition for £4.50 with £9 postage. Oh, what? go on. You might as well buy it for yourself. It's from the Netherlands, yeah. Only very minute printing and bindery defects of the, or the most barely noticeable handling defects present. That's not bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> actually, I think you yeah. should get it. I do think you should get it. You I think can... you should buy it. I have just you... been paid. So... There you go. Perfect. There you go. Disposable income. Do I've just realised we haven't actually spoken about what this film's about. Do we need to do that? <laughs> I might as well do, do it here do that, in the but... workshop. Or should we go? <laughs> should we go and just talk about the ride and then we'll go into it in more detail? Yeah, that's what we. Yeah, yeah, that it. makes sense. Yeah, Let's there's nothing, there's nothing else do. about the making of, is there? There's no. no there's, we don't. Th- that's no everything noticeable I could... cast or anything. Uh, I mean, we went over top cat man. I'm I'm not the best when it comes to cast, but Peter Laser, if that name means anything to you guys. Oh my a... god, Peter Laser's in this. <laughs> the founder <laughs> of the Laser. He's the so first man. <laughs> he he <laughs> plays he plays Pinocchio, but he was apparently the sleepy kid in the babysitter episode of the Honeymooners. Yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah, we're all good. Cool. <laughs> Arnold Arnold Stang looks like you, Joe. He does, doesn't he? I thought yeah, this. Yeah, I doubt there'll be any more 
information about this film like no i mean to be honest with you like a lot of this like obviously imdb was very useless in this in, in this particular case um but a lot of what i found here was people who were commenting on the restored version on various versions of the restored version on youtube i went to a few different versions and these are just people who had a lot of knowledge on it so it could be correct it might not but they seem to know their stuff so right. considering the internet hasn't got much else about it i'm trusting them yeah, yeah, that's one thing to note. Like, this film, you can watch it on YouTube for free, the fan-restored version. And the comments are genuinely very lovely, I found. They are. Was... On every, like, I think there's about three different versions of it, but they're all they're all the same kind of fan-restored yeah. edit from that TV version. I think the whatever theatrical release of this there was, I think that's long gone. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I saw something that was like, oh, I watched a double feature of this back in 1965 yeah, with yeah. this and Santa versus the Goblins and then my theatre set on fire. <laughs> like, oh my god. What are you on about? From how good the film that's was. That's why the prints have all been disappearing because <laughs> everyone's been burning down the cinemas that they've been shown at. It's very <laughs> sad. I don't like that. Anyway, well, thank you, Joe. Great, like, very strong research, actually. That was good, there. Yeah. yeah. You could be a journalist the way you've dug into those YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of it's I, true. I, I like to think <laughs> I like to think more like detective. That's what I'm going for. Oh, very good. All right. Well, let's hop into that little spaceship that you parked so nicely outside. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's gone now. It blew up. <laughs> oh no, it's been burned down. <laughs> It's all right, I can regenerate it with my ray gun. Now now hop in. Oh good. Wow. This guy can is there anything this man cannot this do? Guy can't. <laughs> He's done the research. He's rebuilding rockets with his laser. And he's here for tech support. And now, <laughs> and now I just need to rebuild my life. <laughs> all right, let's go to let's space. Go. No treasure Whoa. planet this time. We're going. No, not treasure planet. What am I talking about? No pleasure island. We're going to space. We're going to Mars. All right, let's, let's go to Mars. Let's go. Whoa, avoid wow. that big whale. Isn't it hot? God, it's so Whoa. smoky here. Oh god, I'm getting motion sickness from spinning around. Whoa. <laughs> I think, why is he flying it like this? Oh god. Oh, god. Sorry, I've got I've got a broken fin. <laughs> I'm a bit like Nemo in that way. It's like the Nemo of spaceships. Alright, let's end this bit. Let's crash land here. (laughs) Alright, sadly we've landed. We're on Jupiter though, even though we're supposed to come to Mars. Oh, God. For, for no reason we're just on the wrong planet <laughs> great let's talk about our experience watching pinocchio in outer space and i feel like i might have done this the same way last time but i think luke we're gonna go with you first because you are the most fresh at watching this because me and yeah. joe watched it two weeks ago uh, and i watched it this morning um, two hours ago. so this film is a sequel to a film that's never happened really yeah so they reference adventures that they had in Pinocchio but Mm. I've never met this boy in my life I don't really know him the introduction to this boy though is that he was so awful as a human (laughs) he was just such a nasty boy that someone be it the blue fairy or something basically cursed him again and made him a puppet again Mm -hmm. 
So it's a bit of a soft reboot of the Pinocchio story because mm. he has to go back to school and he's wooden again. Uh, but this time, about 70 years have passed. <laughs> and it's now 1965 <laughs> and they're doing the space race. Uh, so <laughs> launching rockets and this is kind of the backdrop to the adventure because it does just start exactly like Pinocchio yeah but, mm. but there is a hard point where it completely deviates uh, from the original source material mm-hmm. what did you two think of Pinocchio in outer space I really didn't mind this sorry <laughs> <laughs> for the video honestly <laughs> I, I, I didn't it was it was harmless, I think. It was you no. Know, I sat there and watched the whole thing, and I've watched worse Pinocchio films, I think. Mm, <laughs> true. I was kind of the same. I watched it. I thought it was quite sort of charming, mm. a nice sort of throwback. I mean, I I think as it went on, less and less of it was sort of standing out. Yeah, as, as anything sort of it, special. It tailed off at the end, didn't it? I yeah. think. Yeah. But I mean, starting off, it was quite fun. It was quite a different take on, on the story, obviously. Mm. And I, there was just little elements that I quite like, like as you said, Twirtle, the Nurtle, the Turtle is fun. Yeah. Um, and the fox and the cat, one of them being like a beatnik, just randomly like a nineteen sixties like Andy Warhol type with like mm. a turtleneck on. That was quite funny. <laughs> like little bits of it like that were were just a bit odd and different it was it was kind of nice to see because the 1940s version of the disney version basically is Mm. like it's just a film set in bavarian times or whatever that is i don't know like quaint fairy tale village and whatever whereas this yeah they kind of let elements of like what the culture was at that time slip into it and it was kind of funny to see Mm. like seeing geppetto have a tv made me laugh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, just weird little things like that. It was it was fun, and again, like we've said it before about other films that we've watched, it's just sort of a fun curiosity piece. I think that the um, sorry, you just reminded me of one more thing that I found. I mean, just a comment that I found online about it is that like all of the the craze with like the space race and and the spy craze was like quite big in the sixties. So it wasn't that out of place for them to have a film that like this was almost like contemporary for its time. Mm. And the animation as well was another thing that like I think that although it's not as polished as as Disney and it was like hand drawn and whatnot, but loads of people have mentioned that how good the animation was for its time as well. I think in TV yeah. terms and stuff as well, like when you said mm. it's it's a TV movie, I kind of get that a bit more because the budget wouldn't be high. Yeah, I guess, and it yeah, it kind of it does look looks quite good. It's fun. Luke, mm. what did you think? Uh, yeah, I thought this was pretty pretty all right. Me and you have spoken in the past, Luke, about like kind of rubbish films that get released for video that you watch as a child that you don't know why you you own it and mm. you don't know why you've seen it. Yeah, and we've spoken at length about White Christmas, which I watched <laughs> as a child, which is like about these two kids going to save their dog from the cloud wizards to make the, sure that it's losing twins. And the lightning twin. Yeah, it's just like really, really weird, obscure, like cheap animation. But there's something very, very comforting, I think, about this style. And mm. I got that from this a lot. This is a, a not, it's not amazing, but it is a very charming, mm. nice put together film. And I kind of like the 60s ideals of space travel. I think it's, it's kind of sad that this is like 
what like how how old is this film now like nearly 60 years old 60, and, yeah and we've never been to jupiter <laughs> like these <laughs> these guys thought we'd be whizzing around in like 10 years to other planets um and i think it's a bit sad that we that never happened a little yeah. bit i had a, I had a sense of melancholy <laughs> at the state of the world whilst watching it <laughs> like they were so hopeful it was kind of beautiful uh and yeah it was i like the space race stuff and mm-hmm. this was all that and it was kind of educational as well and yeah, yeah i quite liked it actually what do you think of the songs i quite like them did they stop like halfway through i think yeah, one did yeah kind of... <laughs> it was like when he when it was still the pinocchio story there was loads of songs and then i think did did Nurtle have like a little introductory song yeah, I think so. And then after that, no more songs. I, I like that they get all the music out. Of the I mean, maybe there was more in the actual theatrical release. Maybe it's just like uh, the the version we've watched just hasn't got it in. But oh, that's the that, lost scene. I know. After that first act, though, number. after that first act, we lose all the musical numbers, but they were nice. I liked them. I did yeah. like them. I don't remember any of them. Off the no, top me of neither. <laughs> I think there was one where it went, what is it? What was he singing? Goody, good morning. Goody good morning. Yeah, that was pretty Yeah, good. that was a mum. Nice song. It reminded me of something you'd make, Joe. It's quite sweet and like oh. fun. I, I think as well nice the cat I think he was called Mr. Groovy, the cat I've mentioned that I like. I think he <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. He was, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think he did a pretty good song about the impossible. Like Oh, he that, did, yeah. He's like yeah. impossible and then weren't. The other guy was called Mr. Sharp, wasn't he? You had Mr. Sharp and Mr. Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like really that. Better than, yeah. uh, I really like the part where Pinocchio is trying to learn hypnosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big plot element in this is that he learns hypnosis and then believes that he can hypnotize. It's basically a huge thing that we've not even mentioned yet is uh, this is like space. a contemporary. Well, yeah, but this is a contemporary 1960s United States, I think. And they're watching the space race. But the only difference in this world besides there being a wooden boy, is the fact that there's a giant whale hanging around <laughs> in just, the yeah. atmosphere. And they can see him, can't they? They can see yeah. him, they can from, see the him Earth. from Earth. Yeah. And yeah. he's ruining the space race because every every spaceship that goes up gets crushed by the giant whale that's flying mm. in space. It's just such a good idea. Like yeah. That's such a good sci-fi idea. And it's... Uh... I kind of love it. Like it's I quite think that's like brilliant. it reminds me of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's yeah. that kind of sci-fi, mm. isn't it? Like quite quirky and unusual. I did no, I like love that. The, yeah, I love and the idea he's of called like... Astro instead of Monstro. <laughs> it's funny. Oh like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of like space being full of like horrible monsters that can eat you and eat your rocket. That's <laughs> and whales, whales with rockets on their back. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea for a, a sci-fi film. And I think this executes it pretty pretty damn well. <laughs> yeah, like... it does. What about the fact that Geppetto literally goes from building clocks to building a spaceship? <laughs> I don't know if his spaceship ever got used, but the fact that he made it is pretty incredible, right? Yeah. The guy is a Swiss army knife of talents. <laughs> like, he can just do anything. It's awesome. There's no in-between. It's just like, he's like, toys aren't very popular anymore. <laughs> so I built yeah. this. Let's get to the space race. <laughs> he's he, like Bruce he... Wayne. <laughs> He didn't really have much to do with Pinocchio, though, did he? Really, he was kind of like he was very sidetracked in this. He's done his job, though. He's been with Papa, and then his kid turned sour again. 
And yeah, he's, he's, he's like, well, had his arc. He was like, I guess these are the teen years. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be puberty. <laughs> so this is a darker version because Pinocchio, as I've already said, he's like like already t- been a boy and then had that taken away from him by being mm. bad. Mm. But yeah. he doesn't ever seem that bad. No, he's quite but... a nice Pinocchio, really, I thought. Mm. He's quite he's polite. Kind of lovely. I yeah, wonder if it's yeah. because though, like he'd he'd been turned back into a puppet, and he was immediately sorry for it because that is his whole arc in this film, isn't it? He's like, I want to be a real boy again, so I've got to be a good boy again, <laughs> so that I yeah, can. I guess. But he's. I think he's... the issue though with this boy is that he's he's only ever being good for a reward, and he never learns his lesson to not strive mm. for that. So well, well... as soon as he turns into a real boy at the end, he's gonna. He's going to mess up again. Like well, This is what worked. I was going to say, is that like the, the reward he's after in the beginning, because they obviously go back to the Geppetto, no money, like lunch money, whatnot. Um, so his he's like motivation is, oh, he wants to make some money so that Geppetto's got some money or they've both got some money and that will make him a good boy and that will make him a real boy. But his motivation is to catch the whale and no one has said that there's a reward for that. Yeah. <laughs> So they no, go up into space trying to catch this whale. It did say on the telly, all right, I don't want to defend the film, Joe, but it did say on the telly, wanted dead or alive. A oh, did, oh, did I miss that? So he's a oh. bounty hunter. He's a bounty, he's a bounty hunter. hunter. Before, it was, good. before it was, you've got to just learn to be human and nice and you'll get made into a real boy. Now it's like capture the bounty of the flying whale and we'll make you human. Capture this monster. Oh, that's so um, weird. So really, I think we have to talk about Nurtle the Twirtle. Uh, he's not a turtle; he's a twirtle. Oh mm. yeah, and he is a the replacement for Jemini. Um, who? Jemini. Jemini Crockett. Oh, Jemini. Yeah, <laughs> I completely forgot the bug guy's name. Sorry, bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> That really yeah, rolled off your tongue there, Joe, didn't it? You I know. That so, I thought you were trying so, to say Hermione. That's <laughs> really lost. I didn't know what you were talking about. Um, and he's like the replacement for that kind of guy, except he's not as well. He's he's he is Top Cat. Yeah, yeah. he is basically just Top Cat. Now that you've said that, I can I can see it. I quite liked him. I quite I liked, liked him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He was more like just Pinocchio's pal, wasn't he? Like he wasn't the conscience in this. He was just like, "Oh, you're coming to space with me." <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going. I'm going back there anyway. So, but the great thing about him, like, I don't know. I've never seen the show, so I don't know if it's true. But I'm just guessing from references. But is it that Mr. Peabody and Sherman, where it's like a smart dog and a little boy? Yeah, I know. The kind sort of gave. Of it kind of gave that vibe. Like he was telling. Pinocchio about stuff about space. I didn't know Mars had two moons. No, I learned that today mm. from Myrtle. And there he said go. the names of them. What, and... what good teacher. Yeah, well, we're going to be talking Mark about that, that down. later. Mark but... that down. <laughs> Someone's getting some points. <laughs> this is the first um, one he's actually taught me something. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think the only thing I found with him is that he's a little bit emotionless in the same way that the kind of Teddy was in AI. Not quite yeah. to that extent, but very blunt sort of one note delivery and whatever. But at least this was like quite a funny voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what he's saying is actually useful instead of like, please don't touch my ears or whatever it was that the Teddy used to say <laughs> in that film. 
Um, but yeah, he's he's a he's an interesting character, and it's a a nice take. And I mean, we've never seen Jiminy Cricket worry about radiation and mutations, so <laughs> something new. Yeah. So the reason they go to Mars is because he's detected radiation, right? Yeah. Yeah, how did His he end up on? How did he end up on Earth again? This is something I forgot from watching this two weeks ago. I think he thought it was Mars because he kept calling Pinocchio a Martian at the start, right? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Is that right, Luke? So what was that? Sorry, I knew you so, weren't listening. So sometimes I, I can look at I, you and I can just tell you're not listening. I was saying that I couldn't remember how um, how Twirtle got onto or Nurtle. Sorry, I couldn't remember how Nurtle got onto Earth. So he got onto Earth because he made a mistake because he was trying to find Mars and he accidentally oh. ended up on the third planet, not the fourth. And he was just yeah, like, oh, I'm an he, idiot. He pun- yeah, it was his nav computer, wasn't it? Didn't he yeah. punch something in wrong or something? It's very lucky that he landed right at Pinocchio's feet. <laughs> yeah. Of all the people. He meets Literally. a former puppet who's turned <laughs> puppet again. What are the odds? <laughs> How long do you think he was human for until he got changed back? What? Like a week? How long yeah. was it? Yeah, because he's still a boy. Yeah. I quite like yeah. the idea of it being that he becomes a teenager and then he's such a naughty teenager that he then gets turned back. But I don't think he was quite teen sort of age. No, no. I'd no. love to know exactly what he did to get turned back. In in the things I've read, they, they've all said that it's not it's not disclosed what he actually did. He just starts misbehaving again. So the yeah. blue fairy turns him back into... A, a puppet. Don't they show it at the start? I can't remember. They they mention it. They say, "Oh, he was he was naughty and dishonest yeah. or something." I'm just yeah, gonna, I'm just going to have a look now. Yeah, so you can see him. He's been a little uh, ragamuffin. Ragamuffin. I can see him. He's reading his books, and then he stopped breaking up fights. He's been a good lad, and then he smacks the two boys' head together, and then starts yeah. stealing candy from a jar with like an evil. <laughs> face uh, and then he sits on his dog oh, and, pull, and pulls his dog's tail and then he oh. gets electrocuted back into it poor, poor fedora that was the dog's name wasn't it oh, yeah. fedora. Fedora, the dog. fedora the dog oh. what a horrible boy i mean whatever he shouldn't have sat on the dog though that was proper rude like... imagine if he got turned back because he killed someone <laughs> that would have been a good twist Regardless, you know, so uh, uh, I mean, whatever he did, like it's made for like a nice, a nice different take on this story, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I guess I feel like they could have just done this as a retelling, though. They could have just been like, "This guy's made this puppet at the start the puppet, of the space yeah. race." Yeah, maybe he's made him as a crash test dummy. They're gonna send. <laughs> but maybe they were trying to attract the the families who had had memories of the original Disney cartoon to make him think this is a Disney sequel. Yeah, yeah, I think mm, so. Yes. Can we talk a bit about Mars? We've not really spoken about Mars, like what it's like there. And... I'd love to speak about Mars. Let's do it. <laughs> Firstly, so... I just wanted to say that the space crab fight actually made me feel a little bit intense. The yeah, I, would, when... I actually found that quite... I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Why you fall for it's a minute? crazy. Do you know what I felt like? I felt like I was playing Fallout 4 and I'd just seen like, you know, when you're like venturing out and you see a really big beast in the distance. Like yeah. 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 I felt like that. Yeah. When they kept closing in on them and they were like bouncing towards the spaceship and stuff, I got a bit of a sweat on. 
because like we've never seen Pinocchio get turned back into a puppet. I was like, well, how do we know we're not going to see him die? <laughs> it could have happened. <laughs> I like it when they were like, all right, on the count of three, we're going to run to the spaceship. And then you just see drool all over them. And you're like, oh, my God, the monster is above yeah. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't there like a weird dinosaur thing near the end as well, or a big lizard that yeah, was fighting so, a scorpion? I'm gonna be honest. I did watch this whilst I was making a a toilet seat rocket. So <laughs> I wasn't completely like concentrated, but like, why were there all those monsters on Mars? Because of the radiation, I think. And well, who they put the radiation it? there? Um, I don't know because we've not watched we me and Joe watched this for ages ago. <laughs> But why why did they turn into monsters? Something was doing it. Was it the radiation? Because Astro's family were there as well. That's where Astro came from, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know exactly why it was happening. This is terrible. I'm skimming through and trying to find now. Me too, but they don't meet anyone. They don't meet a villain. No, they just meet these... I don't think we ever find out. I think they just meet these monsters and they just accept that there are monsters in... So maybe there was a nuclear like fallout and they're saying that all right i guess if this is an anti-nuclear war film or an anti-nuclear power maybe the message is don't mess around with nuclear because we'll end up like mars just a desert with monsters I mean, maybe i know that astro accidentally destroyed the city in mars right yeah. as, he, as he grew and they remember he was like um how do you know that Astro did it? And then Pinocchio was like, well, no, there's an Astro-shaped like, hole that's, there. That's a clear image. That's a clear nuclear bomb imagery. Like, hang on. Give me a second. Like, this is... Right, I get it now. I get but it. Astro did do it because there's an, Ast- I... there's an Astro imprint in the floor. Look at that mushroom cloud, mate. What, the city? The shape of it? Look at that! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a nuclear bomb! Oh, my God. This is... That is. is. Well, there we go then. Pinocchio well, set the nuke off. Yeah, Pinocchio nuked. Pinocchio I like that because because at first, like when they're flying away from Mars and and um, Astro's about to hit Earth, I remember there's a bit where Pinocchio's like, "Oh no, I am Death, destroyer of worlds." <laughs> no, but he's like, "I know he's our enemy, but we can't let this happen to him." <laughs> Oh, he's so left wing. I know. He is, he is nice, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a bit yeah. when they're like taking Astro to Earth as well? They like fight him in the sky. They fight yeah, him they on f- land. They fight him and then they say, like, be careful because he might land on Earth. He might land on my on Geppetto's workshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere on Earth. How's that the place it might yeah, land? Yeah, because because then Pinocchio basically, this was the part that I found funny that Pinocchio climbs down to stick this grappling hook into his spout or whatever you call it on the whale or the rocket. Mm. And he's trying to like rotate it and spin it around, which leads to it spinning around and then Pinocchio dying. <laughs> and then Pinocchio is just hanging in space dead. <laughs> and then the emotion, and then the emotionless Nurtle was like, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. <laughs> This film's crazy. They nuke Mars and then just leave, and then it's never talked about again. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they hypnotize crazy. him. Do you remember how they hypnotize him? They fly yeah, that yeah. spaceship round in circles. In front of yeah, the circles. Because they've got that book, haven't they? He's like, if step one and two but, fail, here's step three. But the turtle goes, the turtle goes like, we don't have any objects. But then he, he's doing that anyway. That's how yeah. he's flying it? Yeah. He does it by why accident. He, why is he flying it like that? Because he does it to slow down when he's entering the um, atmosphere of, of no, pilots it, or something. It? No, wasn't it because his thing was, his propeller thing was bent, so it was making him spin. Oh, he was like, I can't, yeah, that is, he was like, yeah, that's right. He was like, I can't help it, but yeah. This yeah. is a clever film. Though. This is a well-made film. It all makes a hell of a lot of sense. I want this to be live action. <laughs> yeah, can yeah. you imagine they do a, a new version of it? <laughs> Um, Why did they do the fox and the cat again, though? Yeah, they didn't. Well, they, they made didn't it so he didn't go to, to school, that. and because he wasn't at school, that's how he met Nurtle. But you know, if if the, Nurtle could have just landed in front of him, and he could have yeah. gone, "There's a turtle. Can I come with you to space?" He could have landed into the classroom, and all of the kids and teachers perish because they have human flesh. But because he's made of wood, he could have survived it. That would have been good. That would have been cool. That would have been really good. Um, that reminds me as well. That, do you remember at the end, it's like Pinocchio will return. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> or something like that, isn't it? It's like they, it's they like set, set up a sequel. Was, yeah. Yeah, well, like, we waited 22 years and they've finally done it. And that, uh, guess what? He's meeting the Emperor of the Night. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. We've all been crying out for him to meet the Emperor of the Night and it's finally happened in 1987. Can you imagine the Emperor of the Night is just um, Astro's managed to turn into like his human form or something because of oh. the radiation or it's and the final he's... martian and he's actually getting re- and he's like why did you destroy mars yeah. <laughs> and he's you an... killed me pinocchio and everything and he... i love and he's now you're king... gonna burn <laughs> he's he's a king on a desolate mars he's like on a destroyed mars he's got a throne <laughs> <laughs> why did they nuke my heart well whatever <laughs> this is crazy this film I, I love the thought of him finally getting the consequences of nuking Mars 22 years later in the sequel <laughs> <laughs> so stupid um, so, so this film also has a fr- like like a lot like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein <laughs> this film has a framing narrative where oh, it's yeah. a fairy talking to an old lady in space is the fairy's no, grandma? No, but wasn't the old lady the fairy? I thought that was the fairy, and she was talking to her because she shows up later, doesn't she? And it is that fairy, I think. No, she's yeah, talking the one... to the fairy. The fa- like they're talking. Nah, to hang her. on, right? We need to ch- we need to talk about this, right? So who's the fairy? Because the no, you're right. The young one is the fairy. Sorry, the young one yeah. comes to the whale later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Sorry, that's my bad. So the f- we... young fairy, our fairy, the blue fairy, is chatting to her nan. Is that a nan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, so. they're it's like knitting and stuff at the start, and yeah. they're complaining about all of the um, the traffic space. of the weather balloon traffic. It's so weird. And then they see a rocket, and then the old woman goes, "Oh, so Earth have finally done it." Yeah. It's like, Who are you? What, <laughs> yeah. What's this? What's this like land that you exist on? Are they on the moon? I've I've just um, remembered something funny as well, actually, from the theatre showings of this film. This is another fun <laughs> fact I found. Oh, no, sorry, oh, my research is coming back. I'm sorry. So uh, before this film, apparently there was like a, a short film about space that had nothing to do with the film that they would show. It would just give you loads of knowledge of space before they went into the film. Oh my God, you needed your backstory before you saw this. Yeah, but it was nothing to do with the film. It's just about space. But I, I do kind of. I mean, I'm not a huge edutainment fan, but like 
there was something quite comforting about the fact that they were teaching us about space as it was happening. It was so like it didn't feel overwhelmingly so. It wasn't like when no, we had no. to watch the um, after school specials for no, the yeah, up here. yeah. That was a that was horrible bad. time when we had to watch. Oh. But I thought I thought you were going to say it's when we were learning to love from the erotic adventures of Pinocchio. <laughs> that was the perfect Ed Utainment. <laughs> but um, I like I like the fact that the guys just like oh yeah it's darker in the night sky because we're further away from the sun and mm. uh, and Mars is a big desert it's a huge desert all over the place and it's really cold here or whatever I was like oh yeah, it's brilliant. sort of all there isn't it so the old lady going back to her was she. <laughs> In the future, or was she in the middle of the film when the spaceship went past? Because the Blue Fairy says, oh, there goes Pinocchio. I thought they were in like a parallel universe just watching it. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, because they magic a viewing window to give yeah, some yeah. context to the world. Is she her future self? Is, Is so she the Blue Fairy in the future? But like they're talking <laughs> and knitting together? Yeah, I don't No, I don't think so. But like... Why does that spaceship goes past is Nurtle's spaceship and she says there goes Pinocchio. She definitely maybe, said something like that. Maybe. Maybe she So is he just traversing space? Maybe after after the events of this film, maybe he just went everywhere in space. So Nurtle, what's his deal as well? He works for like a space Yeah, he's spa- like he's like a space ranger like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Yeah, so. he, he yeah, he he's the space ranger for his race. Which is they called the Twirtles, and they're investigating yeah, nuclear power on other planets. Why? Why are they doing that? No, weren't they? Re- they were coming to investigate the higher than usual radiation coming from Mars, wasn't it? Okay. But why? Why do they care? What are they doing? Uh, <laughs> I think they're creating a super nuke. That yes, <laughs> you're so paranoid about the Twirtles, man. You need to I care just about the Twirtles. I just don't know why they're here and I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust them. These illegal aliens coming over here and checking our radiation. <laughs> why are they checking radiation? It's such a weirdly He told me he check. walked all the way from Twirtle D as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All of it's, it doesn't really need to make sense, does it? No. It was just entertaining, wasn't it? I think, I, I don't know if I found it entertaining though, because it was finally a more different take on, on this Pinocchio story that we've, you know, yes. of course, in it our is case, weirdly we've seen a lot charming, of times. though. And it's, it's more the psychedelic 60s. Like, this is yeah. right in the middle of that weird decade, you know? Yeah. So I, th- I think there's a lot to like about it. Imagine yeah. if the Beatles had a voice cameo in it. That would have been great. A few things as well, uh, as what, uh, that I was thinking about. The Blue Fairy uh, cannot be seen by anyone but Pinocchio. Mm. So I like she that. might be yeah. in his own mind. And also uh, the reveal that he's already been inside a whale. This is the second whale this boy's <laughs> been inside because obviously the first film has happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in Monstro. I was half I like expecting... He... I, I really thought they'd set up um, Geppetto having his spaceship that he was going to go to try and find Pinocchio and he was going to be inside Astro, but he wasn't, was he? No. 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 So why did he have Pinocchio a spaceship? Was... I think he was absent to the end of the film, wasn't he, Geppetto? Yeah. There's a lot missing from this, isn't there? Yeah. Like we are complimenting quite a lot, but although it does drag bad in the at the end. Although yeah. they did address the fact, like, although he 
this was his second time in a whale and then it took him an uh, uh, alarmingly long time to realize he could just go through the the spout to get out like he actually they did address the fact that last time he got out of a whale it was through the mouth wasn't it he was like he was asleep and he was snoring and we snuck out of his mouth yeah this guy knows his way around the whale that's for sure yeah but also the message of the film there's several messages here which is pretty good. Like, first of all, nuclear thing is bad. Secondly, space is cool and we should be trying to explore <laughs> it. But the third one is like, we should appreciate all elements of our education and listen in school and become more knowledgeable because then we like, he remembers the thing about whales having a blowhole and that saves his life. So yeah, not a good message. I think it's like, yeah. yeah, have curiosity about lots of things. Well, it doesn't the fairy have to kind of help him. She's like, Remember? Oh, yeah. and she's like, there is a way out of here. And she's like pointing up. Yeah, she's, boy is proactive. Out. she's teaching him to be proactive. I think that's all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I give him I give him like a couple of days until he's doing that nonsense with the dark and with the candy jar and stuff like that again. Like he's he's not gonna learn from this. That would have been such a good after credit scene. You just see him strangling the dog, pulling the dog's <laughs> tail again, while the emperor of the night watches through the window. <laughs> it's like a post-credit scene with the emperor of the night. <laughs> Lord, I really want to watch the emperor of the night. So just well, Astro's well, it... eyes waking up, like he's back. <laughs> <laughs> My final note that I want to mention is that it, like, this is a very small thing, but. They did the thing in cartoons that you never see anymore, which is when someone gets an angel and a devil on each of their shoulders, telling them nice. the different things. To oh do. That yeah, was a, a lovely throwback. I miss I miss seeing that happen. All the time. Yeah, and you always saw that in like Scooby Doo and Tom and Jerry and all that Hanna Barbera ones, didn't you? Yeah, they loved it. Yeah. What a way to show the morality struggles of modern man. <laughs> I have one on each of my shoulder now. <laughs> you think? I wish the angel and devil had appeared on Oppenheimer's shoulders. <laughs> he's creating his bomb. <laughs> You've never oh. liked Japan, could you imagine? Come on, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> the ladies love a bomb. He'd <laughs> have gone for it then. Well, I think that's that's everything about um, the ride that this took us on. It seems like, well, we had a pretty joyful time, I think. Should we jump into this spaceship and maybe... I don't know, fly into Astro? Yeah, There's no other idea. locations in this film, really. There's just Mars, yeah. the spaceship, and Astro. Let's, so well, we the inside of Astro. Yeah, let's go inside Astro and talk yeah. about this, and we'll go through the blowhole afterwards when we want to leave. Yeah, All good right. idea. All right, let me just drop one thing there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a nuke? That's a nuke. Drop? I've just nuked Mars. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, great. Typical. Not again. again. <laughs> that planet has been through so much. I'm glad you didn't do it to uh, Venus because me and my wife honeymooned there. Um... <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get our ranking hats on and get ranking. Um, okay. Luke Thomas, it's your your turn to take the lead. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna. Well, we've kind of got to debate a couple of the characters uh, because. We have no show and we have no villain, really, but mm. we can work it out. So um, let's start, as we often do, uh, with our papa. And here, our papa is Geppetto. I can't remember the man's face as I'm thinking about him. He looks a bit like Whitey Duval. He's like he does. bald on top, hair around the edges. Yeah. 
very old. I think he's one of our older looking Geppettos. Yeah, because he's already had his adventure and then his stupid son acted like such a punk he had to do it again. At least he didn't get turned into a puppet. More on that later, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, also, like, canonically, if it's a sequel to the Disney one, <laughs> he has aged like 70 years. <laughs> Yeah, he's been through a lot, hasn't he? He's just he's just lost a bit of his top fluff, that's all. Yeah, nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Alright, so uh, first of all is his Italianness. What do you boys think about his Italianness out of ten? Mm, he seems more Belgian American to me. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon he's got so. More of too. that vibe. He's got he's Italian by name, but like this doesn't feel like it's Italy at all. No. No, definitely not. And yeah, it's literally just his name. You don't really get much of an Italian sense of him. Well, I didn't. No, I definitely yeah. didn't. Yeah. I didn't get much Italianness from the man. Like, besides his name, like, did he? One. Did he have an accent? Yeah, one. He's God, we Italian. really Ita- Unless they're an authentic Italian with an accent, <laughs> we really, we really do not give him <laughs> it. Um. All right. So the next one is his popperness. So how much of a popper he was uh, to his boy. Uh, what do you think? I mean, he gives him lunch money, which I suppose is pretty nice. You know, that's that's what a dad would do. Talks to him. He, he's, <laughs> he does definitely. Talk that one to scene, him. he's yeah. pretty thankful when he doesn't die at the end. That's quite yeah. nice. Yeah, he does his bit, but he does kind of forget about him. He yeah. lets his boy go dangerously close to nuclear energy. <laughs> yeah, like he could have. He could have. They're in a time where they could have had mobile phones. They had TV. Yeah. You know, he could, he could have checked in on him. He could have made sure that he took a phone with him. Nineteen sixty-five. <laughs> maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any maybe. <laughs> Why didn't he take his iPhone thirteen? Good sake! Why didn't should've... he bring his iPad? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, oh. But yeah, no, you're right. If there should have been some way he could have communicated with him in this weird mm. world. But yeah. he just doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't even try and fly that rocket into Astro. No. He builds a full rocket and then doesn't fly it. The loser. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, what do you think for his popperness? I think a four. I was going yeah. to lower, like three. Also, yeah, three because he's let his boy get back to that bad state as well. He's let him become a puppet again, and he doesn't even seem that bothered about it. Yeah, yeah you're just... right. Like he's... he didn't teach him after that. He's just yeah. waiting for the blue fairy to come and fix it again. He's like, oh, she'll deal with it. Yeah, yeah like, she, he should be like, you messed up, son, and you need to really sort it out. Like, how dare you sit on our dog? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He let Fedora get squashed by that little boy's bum. Yeah, and, and he stole stuff from the candy jar, and he bonked two boys' heads together. The punk. Yeah, that's oh. a terrible father. A yeah. two. He's a two, yeah, he is a two. two. Let's go down. Right. Let's go. Now, I think that we've low, low numbers so far, but now we've got to think about craftsman <laughs> skills. So the man no, has built, built a, a ship. He built a ship and he built a very realistic looking boy. And clocks. Lots of clocks. A TV, he might have built that. Yeah. <laughs> he has it. He's sort of, I like that he's moved with the times as well. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he knew he's, clocks. Clocks didn't serve much purpose here. It's weird yeah. that he hasn't made more money though. Because he is yeah, moving with the time and he's forward thinking in this. But but he's only just started forward thinking. He has been building wooden boys until 1965 for 70 years. So he's, <laughs> he looked up one day and saw a rocket and was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a puppet's got a puppet's out of date. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As he's watching cool. it 
fly off. Like, <laughs> right, the puppets are just no no he's good like, anymore. He's like, I don't, I don't think puppets are going to cut it anymore. It's exactly like the scene in Toy Story when he changes the bedding in the room. <laughs> Space Ranger stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine he's just taking off all the clocks. Strange things are happening to me playing in the background. <laughs> and Pinocchio's there just like, damn, why am I a wooden boy again? <laughs> That could have been a space ranger. Did he oh, make a wooden spaceship though? Because that's going to burn up on impact. <laughs> See, the thing is, this, I mean, those elements here, but the thing is called craftsman skill. Now, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't call a man building a, a rocket a craftsman. I would call him an engineer or like a... <laughs> he's not a craftsman. He's a, he's a craftsman. He is. It's his job. It's definitely made of wood. <laughs> yeah, it's going to burn I mean, up on it's impact. Not, it's not even got an engine in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it doesn't it's fly on it. strings. It's on it's, strings. It's, it's literally the canvas of a rocket made of wood. Yeah. I think he's made a rocket toy. I don't think he's... It's making me smile a lot. I like that. We thought he might have built a real one. But he's made it of wood. Right, ten. Imagine he just burns. <laughs> he burns and becomes a meteor. <laughs> Maybe it's a toy of a rocket, though. That's a clever merchandising opportunity at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. good idea. I mean, again, we're not going over his, like, entrepreneurial crafty business skill. entrepreneurial skill. It's how well he could build the rocket, and I thought how, he looked pretty cool. How does it compare to Nurtle's ship? That's an actual one that can fly. His is like a UFO as well, like a little dome in the top and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm trying to... I need to have a look at it. I'm skimming. I'm trying to find... I, I think we should say he's like a 7.5 craftsman. Yeah, he's in the future. Although he's he does still fu- he does still have a toy shop, though, so he's clearly still in the in the toy business. Still living in the past, this guy. Imagine going to a toy shop and finding out they've accidentally made a fully functioning rocket. <laughs> it's made of wood. I don't think he... I can't even remember him making it. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I can't find it. Oh, no, there it is. No, the that's rocket not it. he made, it's right at the start. I love that at the end of the film, Geppetto's wearing a tuxedo with a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> I really like him. He is cool. I like him quite a lot. Why are we giving him a one and a two? He's, he's all right. He's, no, he's good, but he's just not a stereotypical uh, Geppetto, I guess. Yeah, is that a problem? No, it's not, but it doesn't fit our criteria. Yeah, I guess. We can't rank him as the archetypal Pinocchio uh, Geppetto and be like, oh yeah, he's really good when he's not doing any of the things that he should be doing. Yeah, and he's got a telly and everything. He's like, still he spelling Toy that. Shop as T-O-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E though. As well. Yeah, in 1965, <laughs> you need to stop it. Toy Chappay. <laughs> what? I'm trying to find this. I, had, I actually can't find this rocket. Are you sure did he make it, Luke? Because I don't remember it. I'm just going along with what you told me. Maybe he just said he was going to make it. Well, I, just re- I thought I remember him opening up a cupboard. There was a rocket in there. <laughs> We've just been talking about this for ages. It didn't even happen. <laughs> he did it. it didn't he was going to make it. So he's still making wood stuff. He's not making rockets. So he made a skin-coloured boy, and that's you, it. Like... You see right at the start, though, he brings a, a wooden log in. Yeah, they they that mentioned means nothing. <laughs> Did he say he's going to make a rocket with it? Cares about the distance to Venus from Mars. You and I are never going there anyway. Well, I may not, but you might. 
He tells him See, to become the. All right, that's that's really good. I think he should be a higher popper for that. That was an awesome line. What did he say? He was like saying like. I will never see space, but you will. He's like thinking about oh. his children. He's thinking about his children. That's That's for, that was foreshadowing that he wasn't going to go to space as well. Yeah, I think he should have a four for popping. Yeah, let's let's up him nice to four. Guy. Why did I, I mean, think he made a rocket? I don't know, man. Like because you saw the... this two weeks ago. I've Wait, imagined half of the film. I think. What's up? <laughs> I love that there's mug shots of Astro as well on the news. Yeah, broadcast. wanted. And he's crying his eyes out when he thinks Pinocchio's dead. He I'm doesn't build a rocket. Film. He doesn't build a rocket. They build they build a giant balloon of the horrible whale as well, which is pretty cool. Good night, Pinocchio. Maybe he has got an accent. Oh, oh for God's sake! Put it with all your might, son, and work at it. But now you go to bed. It's late. Uh oh! Right, that's it. That one is becoming a ten. Right, <laughs> he's, he's Italian. He's got an Italian accent. He's Italian. What are we eight. doing, man? An eight. <laughs> yeah, eight for Italianness, and he's a good popper as well. I'm giving the Pato's redemption arc in this podcast has been unreal. It's better than his arc in the film. <laughs> I think he should have a six for his popperness. He's a good popper when he's on screen. Yeah, maybe. Let's right. see if he does build a rocket in the next right. scene. Craftsman skill one. He doesn't build anything. He carries a log into His a room. His toys look nice. No, they don't. They're, they're barely on the... You don't see him. He doesn't, Those he toys are useless. Bill, <laughs> stop watching the film trying to find a rocket, mate. It's not going to happen. He's good, Papa. Six. Craftsman skill one. I really thought he made a rocket. And it's really upsetting. <laughs> He doesn't make a rocket. Why did I think? Why did I challenge it? <laughs> I thought I'd missed it. This is the worst man, you know, mandala effects or whatever they call it, where like you start believing something. Like no one has ever had this one before. No one. This is the first one that's ever happened. All right, craftsman skill one. He doesn't build anything and the boy looks awful. <laughs> All right. Craftsman one. skill one. And sadness. He cries that one bit time. Yeah, no, he is a bit sad though because he's talking about toys not being popular anymore. That he can't ever go to space. But he's got a. <laughs> it's a bit like Interstellar, isn't it? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just like, like Interstellar. He's passing on like the thing to his children. Yeah, or... a, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's a bit sad about him. He's got no money. He has a top hat at the end. Yeah, he probably just made it out of that block of wood we saw there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's got a wooden hat. <laughs> it's a full wooden suit. <laughs> I think he's quite sad. He's so small as well. He's the size of a little boy. Five. He's a, yeah. But eight. He's an really eight for sad. sadness. Are we doing eight for sadness? We've been carried away by Geppetto in Pinocchio in Outer Space. He's my favourite character in this film now. <laughs> he really bookends the film in a beautiful way. All right, uh, the next one then is Bug, but unfortunately because of Disney, uh, we can't have a bug because they copyright it even though they didn't write the book. Hmm. Uh, horrible it's... business practices from a scum company. Yeah, of course. This is um, going to be our first and only Twirtle. Yeah, Nurtle the Twirtle. <laughs> Unless yeah. he's back in Emperor of the Night, we never know. Oh, I hope so. If I he comes back like, right at the end to save them. 
Imagine it's it's like a like the portals scene in in Avengers, and it's all the turtle comes back. I'd love that. And and Monstro, but he's good now. Astro, and he's, oh, and he's Astro, human. Astro, and he's in his human form, and he's like, "I do forgive you." He was human. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's been made human in this sequel. And also, um, they all come in on Geppetto's rocket that's finally finished. No, no, no. Never <laughs> no, never they pedaled there on wood. <laughs> Sorry, it took us so long. Our rocket's literally wooden. <laughs> right. I think, personally, I'm going to be maybe too generous with Nurtle. I really liked him. And I really liked his voice. It was so comforting in the 1960s yeah. and Top Cat. Hanna-Barbera yeah. voice. Charm, 10. <laughs> wow. I really, really liked it. He's, there is something charming about him. Yeah. I would have gone more of an eight, though, I reckon. I don't think I'm going to go four marks. I can bring down to a nine, but I'm not going low, <laughs> too low. I'll go nine happily. Yeah, all right. Nine. Do you know what? None of this matters. <laughs> not, none of it matters, but it does when the game has been played and we've got an OP card. <laughs> <laughs> this deck is insane. Geppetto literally it's... made a rocket. Oh my god. <laughs> he didn't. Um his role model ability. I don't know. He's a space traveler. He's a space ranger. And he is a pretty good role model, I think, to Pinocchio. Yeah, he's a scientist. He does his job. Yeah. He knows a hell of a lot of stuff. He protects him in space. Does he ever talk about right and wrong though? No, no. Yeah, morality wise, I don't think he's very good. Well he's not bad though. He's not like a a drug addict or a gambler. I trusted him a lot. <laughs> I, I reckon that his morals, as far as the Turtle D community go, probably pretty strong. Yeah. He's been selected by his race to traverse the solar system. He's an upstanding citizen. He is their Neil Armstrong. Let's I give mean, him good marks. Like this whole film is him doing his job. So, that, you know, there's something admirable about that, right? Yeah. yeah. And like when he talks about his job, he puffs out his chest and he says it with pride. Like he's very proud. He's a proud He's very turtle. Buzz Lightyear, actually, isn't he? Now you've said the Buzz Lightyear reference. Now I'm like, he is basically the same. <laughs> Pixar ripped this off. <laughs> they should have John Lasseter has a lot to answer for. Shall we reopen? Well, the, we'll reopen the lawsuit Vel, between us. Velbition, Velbition need to have a word with them about what they've done here. They really do. May I um, put my light on? Role model, I think, is a seven. Yeah, I'd go with seven. Yeah, I think seven as well. He's a, he's a good, upstanding citizen, and I really like him. Teaching oh, ability, because he taught us. He taught us ten. as well. So he taught me about Mars. That's one we've learned something from. So. He's literally a teacher in this. He's the educational vessel that Pinocchio and us learn about space. He inspires curiosity. I want to work for NASA after listening <laughs> to this guy. He's awesome. He talks about the fact there's two moons, two moons <laughs> on Mars. I never knew that. And he names yeah, them. He is good. All right. Should we go ten. to 10? Let's do it. Have we had one with a 10 yet? No, because all of them have been awful. This he hates guy's the cricket. Good. You're you're biased against the crickets. Yeah, to be fair, you hate I the crickets biased. usually, don't you? So this I is I, I, I'm taking what I can get from this because you're usually really mean to Jiminy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's always awful and he's an egotistical narcissist maniac, and this is an upstanding member of society who's just trying to do good in the universe. Yeah, he's fantastic. I really like this guy. I'm happy to go ten. Sick. Right. What a good. Ten. 
What a good time in the bug camp this week. Blimey. The next one then, oh, this is hard because we've got villain. I guess it will be Astro, right? Or one of the nasty scorpions that try and eat him. But I'm, should, we put, should, we, should we put the nuclear war as the villain? <laughs> <laughs> Just to mix it up. Should we say nukes? Okay, yeah. No, so... no, not nukes. <laughs> no, the nuclear bomb <laughs> on the Martians. The Hexbomb. Because <laughs> Astro Astro deserves some spot. He even had a wanted poster. Yeah, but he doesn't have a show. A nuclear bomb has a show. It was quite the show spectacle. when that mushroom cloud rose Because the, the quality of show would have to be a 10. <laughs> you love yeah. to watch nukes. I, I just love a nuke and I love talking about him. Uh, no, Astro is yeah, the Astro is our guy, and I guess he was created by the nuke. So <laughs> I was going to say, like the, the the nuke was a uh, was, was a side us. effect of him trying to um, attack people. So maybe that was his show, the nukes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That that we could we can call that his show if you want. Or the TV broadcast with him on it. That's like his calling <laughs> card, isn't it? That could be his yeah. show. What well, you what do we do? Well, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Drawing something on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> All right, fret level then. So, I mean, Hi. this. Oh, this guy is blocking the Earth's. Oh, Earth well, he's from he's destroying satellites. Oh, he's destroying everything. He's, yeah, he's, he's ruined fret. He's ruined the space race. No one can leave Earth. <laughs> he is the thing that's blocking. He's the gatekeeper. He's, he's gatekeeping space from us. He's stopping human development. <laughs> For, I'm giving it for I no think, reason. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> I think maybe he's a ten because he's a massive space whale. Yeah, he's I wouldn't. So I wouldn't big. fight a whale, <laughs> especially one that can fly. He can live in he... the atmosphere. He can live out of the atmosphere. He can. This guy's disgusting. This world is crazy because the whole world is united in hatred against this one <laughs> threat. Like it's like Independence Day. Like. The entire universe has come together. This is the result that Ozymandias wanted in Watchmen. This is what he wanted. He wanted everyone to like hate something. Yeah, and he did. He couldn't pull it off, and he's supposed to be the smartest man on earth. But yeah, this whale seemed to have made everyone hate. And the great thing is, is that he's not a threat to the everyday person, but he is a threat to our future development. Yeah, he's a a species. Yeah, but he could be a threat to the everyday person as well. Yeah, let, let's say... He threatens like, to the... land on Geppetto's workshop at one point. Is he immortal? Like, can he die? I don't know, he gets hypnotised. Does he die at the end? I can't remember. I think they just bring him to Earth and keep him like a pet. He's in SeaWorld at the end. <laughs> just trap him in a cage, like Shamu Alpha. You don't um, actually see what happened to him at the end, by the looks of it. He is dangerous. How are they expecting anyone to get him down? Because they do a wanted pet. How? That should Harpoons. be the... NASA should be on that with a harpoon and a rocket. But they can't get past him. That's the problem. God, he's unstoppable. If that existed in the real world, we'd have never made it to the moon even now. The and, only and... way you could do it is a sort of space pincer movement where we send up a spaceship goes from America and one goes from Russia. So they're like different sides of the Earth. Do you remember at the start? You couldn't of the get film... both of them. Do you remember at the start of the film, though, they fire multiple nuclear bombs at him and he just <laughs> flies away? Like, there's loads of nukes hit him and no one cares? It's mad that no one thought of hypnotism earlier, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just watching the scene where he just destroys a rocket. That probably had people on it. 
Is this it the just... most we've revisited the film while actually talking about <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> I like having it all on YouTube. Like, <laughs> it's because we're completely thrown by it. It's, it's just the fact that... Girl. Like, look at all the nukes hitting him! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't that is, care! That is insane. He's okay, a I, think, show I, as well. I think the 10 is warranted here, though. Yeah, he's going to get a 10. Definitely. None of... Strombody <laughs> wouldn't survive a nuke. No. <laughs> Let alone a hundred of them. Lorenzini okay. might, but not that, that guy. Would, so if that's his show, then what do we give his show? Because I found that quite impressive. Uh, it's a good a show. Question. Like, is it just a feat of strength, then? Is that the show we're saying? Yeah, but I feel like the show is the space race, and he's ruining it every single time, <laughs> this guy. He just ruins the show. He's just ruining potential. Like, he's ruining amazing. everything. And he's, he's loving just... ruining it as well. But he is bloody brilliant, isn't he? He is. <laughs> I think <laughs> quality of show, should we go like 7.5? Yeah. It's hard to kind of say what the show is, but we know we like it. We just like him a lot. I like everything he did. Yeah, I liked him a lot. All right, so that wraps up our popper, our villain, and our bug. It's mad that we don't have a card for the fairy, isn't it? Yeah, but she's not always there, is she? She isn't, no, but neither's the bug. <laughs> neither's yeah, the, the villain. No. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, we've got this far. We can't. Well, we rotate it when we need to, don't we? The yeah. fairy wasn't that big of an impact in this anyway, was she? No, nah, she never is. She just comes no. in and says something and then done, leaves again. Okay, so we've got the boy who is Pinocchio. This is mm. the first Pinocchio who's turned back into a puppet because he was so awful. First but not the last. First but not the last. I want you all to take that into consideration when we're we're discussing his actions. So transformation. Do we one saw it at the end, didn't we? He doesn't yeah, change and, very much. This is the thing, he had a cork for a nose and then they just took the cork away and then he just had a normal nose. That's the only <laughs> thing I noticed that was different. Yeah, like he was skin coloured. Yeah, he was. So transformation's almost non existent. Yeah. Two. Or- Although I do love the scene where he transforms back into a puppet and loads of lightning hits him. Yeah, that, that was cool. pretty rad. But his second transformation to a boy, I don't buy it. And I feel like he's just going to keep doing the same nonsense anyway. All right, so let's what... go 3.5. Because it was funny to see him get struck by lightning. Yeah. 3.5. 3.5. I like the lightning. I don't like the boy. Yeah. <laughs> puppet rating. Low. It's low. very low. It's Last one bad. was two. Last one was two. I'd probably put this lower than that. No, who's the, who's yeah. the last guy? No, the last one was the funny mannequin out of the heroic adventures. Yeah, I'd that was a, a two. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now you like it. I had to argue two for now for that. <laughs> for the two, I was really fighting for it because he was a, just a man the whole time. <laughs> I think this one. I don't know. His design's weird. He's in a school uniform. Yeah, for the whole film, and it's like a preppy school uniform as well. He's blonde, which I don't know. It just feels a little bit wrong. Is this our first blonde Pinocchio? Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, sometimes they're blonde when they become real boys. Like I think in the Adventures of Pinocchio, he was a sort of ginger kind of puppet. Yeah, very light mm. brown. And then in real life, I think he was blonde. But yeah, he turned into Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and he became like a little blonde boy. Yeah. I didn't really like the design that much. He's not memorable. He looks like Casper. Nah. I can't even visualize him right now. And I'm watching clips right now on this thing. But you notice we've not really actually spoken that much about Pinocchio in this in this episode. 
Because he's one of the least interesting parts. He's not bad. It's just not the most exciting take on him. He's barely lying, barely getting a nose grow on him. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I was going to say as well. There's not much it. lies told in this, is there? Yeah, I count three lies. Um, so what are we going with how he looks then? Three? Yeah, three. All right. It's not awful, but it's not. it doesn't inspire me, really. No. But he's, be- he's better than our sexy one then. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, fine. Because, I mean, the sexy one, the, the mannequin was pretty cool, but he did spend the entire film just as a man. Hmm. Yeah. This is rubbish. All right. Length of nose. Um, he manages to prod the edge of a spacecraft. It's not massive. I would say ru- ruler no. kind of length. School ruler. Yeah, I was going to no, say. Like, I think it gets. It wasn't huge. I think it's a bit longer than a ruler, though. I'd say maybe about 50 centimeters. 45, 45, 50. 45 yeah. centimeters. Yeah, I like 45 centimeters. 45 centimeters. So, not great. Really. Not the longest. Not the longest. Good to see a bit of growth, mm. though, because we didn't get to see any of Pinocchio's growth in our last one. Yeah. Well, what are you on about? Suggested growth, but we didn't. Ah, oh, suggested, yeah. <laughs> we didn't see it. And then lie scale, this is a difficult one again, because based on what we see in the actual film, he's not much of a lie. He's like a three lies. It's like whatever. Yeah. But we know that he has a history. This is like toxic yeah. behavior. We know about it mm. rather than we see it. So we know he's not a good boy. He's like a bad boy. Yeah. He's like a... It's like when you watch Shawshank Redemption and you like root for the prisoners and then like some of them have killed their wives and stuff. Yeah, there's like violent crimes. But They've we, got a past, we but God, they're lovable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how hard. spicy he is because we don't get to see the spice. The spice is suggested. Suggested spice. Suggested spice. That's one of the spices. Spice suggest- <laughs> Can we say, oh. like, an aftertaste? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's not the taste. He's, like, what's left. He's the he's lingering yes, taste. Well, think about hot. it, though. <laughs> Isn't plain is called plainish, right? So we it's could... It's not plainish, though. This boy got turned back into a puppet. because He got some ish. He got some mango? I really like... He's not even mango. He's naughtier. He's yesterday's I really, spice. I really like the description of yesterday's hot. <laughs> <laughs> The lingering breath, lingering heat, not anything. That's not a scale. <laughs> well, in that case, if if it's lingering, are we not lingering giving him the hottest heat, possible the new album from Joe Toro? <laughs> yeah, but if it's if it's lingering, wouldn't it be the hottest spice? He was a hot spicy boy. He, was. he got turned should we, back should we, into should, a should we give him the hottest? <laughs> but he's but not. It's, but it's like out of date. He's yesterday's hot. <laughs> he's yes, yesterday he was hot. And today he's medium. He's so no, yesterday. Today he's, he's been cooled down. I think yeah. he's perinase. <laughs> so there's the spice mixed spice, with, with He's mayo. incredibly vanilla now. Yeah, he's mayo now, but he used to be peri peri. I think he's peri nays. Peri nays. We've mixed in the spice with the cool, cool, refreshing yeah. element of mayonnaise. Because right. he's okay. not zesty. Nah, he's no. kind of boring. <laughs> like, I mean, mayo is good. I'm not going to insult mayo, but like, I you like know, you see something white and plain. Peri is good. He's peri nays. He's spicy, but but brought back down to earth. We're really going through the condiments from Nando's, though, on this, aren't we? We really are. All right. I mean, we have got a bit. Yesterday's hot is a. It's 
such a good description. You love that, don't you? I, I really, really do. So, like yesterday's, yesterday's hot. hot. Shall <laughs> I just put? Shall I put yesterday's hot? <laughs> it's so stupid, though. Yesterday's hot. It doesn't. It. The thing is, it doesn't mean anything. I don't mean something. These cards life. mean anything? I don't. I don't think you can actually play these decks, can we? <laughs> I mean, you can only play with the the one cards against each other. You can't play a Japanzo against a boy. <laughs> we have the same criteria. The rules, yeah. We we haven't, but but yeah. Eventually, we will have like a deck of a hundred for each of the characters. <laughs> All right. So uh, the characters then. So our Papa, uh, Geppetto, Italianness. We've got. From a one to an eight. Popperness, we went from a two to a six. Craftsman skill, we went from maybe going like a ten to a one. He doesn't make a rocket, we just forgot. And then sadness, eight. Because <laughs> he's small. <laughs> small and poor, and he's lived 70 years too long. <laughs> this is such an unhinged he's episode. Got, he's got a son who used to be a Real boy bits turned backward. Oh, God. <laughs> so awful. Anyway, Vil- uh, for Bug, we have Nurtle the Twirtle. <laughs> He's a space ranger. They are very charming. Nine. Role model, seven. And teaching ability, ten. They are I'm, one of the best teachers we've ever I'm, had. I'm really chuffed with that. I'm really happy with him. Uh, I'm yeah, really happy play with that him. guy. And do you know what? Um, I think he deserves it. I agree. Uh, then we have our villain, who is Astro. His threat level is 10. He's blocked <laughs> space humans humans' development into <laughs> intergalactic species. He's, he's made Geppetto think that he'll never see space travel in his lifetime. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's hindered the space for everyone. Uh, the quality of show, though, 7.5. He does ruin the shows often, uh, but he, he does... Look amazing getting hit by nukes. Then we have finally our boy Pinocchio. Uh, transformation three point five. Bad transformation to a boy, but we like seeing him being hit by lightning back into a wooden puppet. <laughs> puppet rating three is rubbish. Length of nose forty five centimeters, very average. And lie scale is yesterday's hot. <laughs> or perinase. What am I going with? Am I going with yesterday's hot or perinase? Yesterday's hot, I think. Yesterday's hot. Should I put it in quotation marks as well? <laughs> yeah. Just... So, oh my God, you're so yesterday's hot. <laughs> Imagine if it becomes a new slang word. So you had quite a past on them. This is so dumb. I love it. So that's all <laughs> of them. Let me just uh, get this off the block. Oh, it's getting heavier by the day. Oh. So many names on that little board you just lifted up. So this is Stromboli's wooden board. This is a ranking of all of the films that we've covered so far. We've covered nine so far, and I'll run through them all. It's the big ten, this one. At number nine, Erotic Adventures of Pinocchio. Number eight, Pinocchio 3000. Uh, Number seven, The Golden Key. Number six, The Adventures of Pinocchio 1997. Number five, The Adventures of Pinocchio 1911. Number four, Artificial Intelligence. Number three, Disney's Pinocchio. Number two, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And number one, Shrek. Fantastic. What a board of films. This is such an eclectic mix. We've actually done well to mix these up. We are. Keep them semi-relevant apart from Shrek. Shrek really has ruined the... (laughs) (laughs) film <laughs> Pinocchio films. I don't think a single Pinocchio film is going to beat it. Shrek two, maybe. Shrek maybe, two, maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, Puss in Boots. Where do you want to rank this? 
for me personally, hearing you talk about the list there, I feel very fondly about most of these films, but I think it's between Adventures of Pinocchio 96 and Golden Key. I think that's the slot I'd put it into because I did really like the Golden Key, but I feel like this just made a lot more sense. Didn't drag as much because it's mercifully short. Mm. And all those weird little quirks about it and like us talking about it has really made me like it even more. Yeah. Like all the weird subtext around it. Yeah, I think it goes in there. Is that, what is that, seventh? I think so, something like that. Um, Let me check. So yeah, that would make it number seven, Pinocchio Mm. in Outer Space. I have to agree with you, I think. To be honest, I'm glad you said that and gave a more realistic answer because I was going to put it at number four. (laughs) Just because... (laughs) Over artificial intelligence. (laughs) Just because thinking about the nuclear bomb attack on Mars was so funny. They'd make such a good double bill, those two films, I think. The threat of AI and the threat of the nukes. (laughs) I I think this is a... Yeah, I I agree. I, I I think number seven makes sense. What about you, Joe? I think I'm going to be outvoted here because I thought it should have gone higher. But I, I was going to go. Over? I was going to go around the number four as well, like four or five. Like I think oh. I might. It's either below. It's either below AI for me, or it's below 1911 for me, which would put it above Adventures of Pinocchio '96. <gasps> I want to vote. I want to vote with you. I, I think we should put it above Adventures of Pinocchio from 1996 because I don't even like really? that film. I don't even like it. Maybe it is better than that. I'm not going to put much in the fight. I, the only I thing just, that, you loved it. I just I like, draws I like, me back is that that bloody Brian May song is just so good. The song is really. There's good. nothing yeah. in this film that was as good as that sequence with all those like wooden ships fighting. This doesn't even have yeah. a wooden rocket in it. <laughs> but there's something more charming about this one. I found the Adventures of Pinocchio '96 just more creepy than like I did cold, charming. Yeah. Whereas this was like, it was like watching an old cartoon and it was, yeah. I felt good after watching this, whereas I felt weirded out after watching 96. And then I just had, what are we made of stuck in my head? <laughs> Isn't yeah. that we like Pinocchio though, to be weirded out? <laughs> no, I like to, I like to feel inspired. And right now I want to go to space. Yeah, I felt inspired. I felt like I learned something. I think I agree in number six, I think not better yeah. than 1911. All right. I don't know why, though. I find it mad that 1911 is so high. The more I think about that, why is that all the way up there? Maybe we should put it higher than that. Are, are we ever allowed to rejig this? Or do we have to, like, no, how no. do you do it? We don't rejig it. I didn't know how no. you guys do it over on Sandler. We don't do it. No, <laughs> we have never, never There's no never done it. order. They just even them. pit or castle. I, I don't know. We're going to do that at the end, though. That's our last, last episode of the Sandler pit. We're re-ranking yeah. everything. Oh, but right, I, I see. I don't know, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I think, all right, I'll 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 concede it is better than the 96 one, but I don't think it should go much higher because, Joe, me and you didn't remember this film until we started speaking about it. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It didn't stick in the memories as much. But the only thing I remember from 96 is the scary donkeys and what are we made of? Yeah, I just remember what are we made of. I remember all of it. Him, him eating the pies. You, you, you're, oh, you. No. I'm just remembering the film. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> but it's confirmed for me that I definitely want it uh, above. Rob Schneider was in that. Oh God, yeah, definitely a bit better than that. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll put. Okay, this is now the sixth best film then on Strombo's Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. Nice. So I think that's kind of answered it already, but. 
would you guys say this is a real boy or a donkey? I think this is a real boy. This is a, a fun throwback to the space race. Uh, it's a charming little TV film. It reminds me of videos that I used to watch as a kid. Like that would just a bit cheap and naff. And but I think there's a lot of creativity with some of the sci-fi concepts. And I I think it comes from a lovely place that they're just trying to teach you about space and inspire kids. I think it's kind of nice actually. Uh, so yeah. I think it's a real boy. I I would definitely agree with a lot of what you've said there. I think that whenever any of these films bring something original to it, I like it because I think although we've got the source material that these films can obviously stick as close to as they want, I always find that when they go a bit further out from that, that it ends up being more interesting. Um, Mm. And in this case, I think it was that, but also it felt a bit more like the 1940s one in a way in terms of like the animation and the whole overall tone mixing in with like the Hanna-Barbera stuff that we were talking about. So yeah, I think, I think it was fun, a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I think real boy, but I kind of think maybe it's like bringing our own thing to it a little bit rather than the actual quality of the film, if that makes sense. I think nostalgia plays a big part. It's very weird for us 90s, people to be like nostalgic about something from the 60s but like yeah yeah that sort of weird feeling that you're watching something you've seen before like that you'd put on on a Saturday morning is quite nice and I kind of like the jankiness like the weird the fact that this doesn't need to at all be a Pinocchio story but they've kind of shoehorned him in and every yeah. so often they remember that so they bring in something from the old one whether it's like a flying whale or his nose randomly growing like once. I kind of liked all that weird silliness and that it was so psychedelic and trippy and odd. I think that's what sold it for me. But yeah, I think all, all the weirdness about it is what makes it stand out to me. And yeah, it was fun. Lovely stuff. Lovely. Cool. All right. Well, that's another another Pinocchio film done. Another month down. Before we head off into our respective um, workshops, Let's all go into Luke Thomas's one and see what he's uh, what he's crafting up for us. I've noticed him moving around a lot the last five minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get my virtual background off again. Uh, welcome to my... Wait, do we have to leave the whale? We're in your workshop now, I just said. Let's go in there. All right, okay. <laughs> the whale dropped us off kindly. <laughs> well, all right, smash it. He spat okay. us straight into it. All right, so uh, this time... To anyone listening at home who's very jealous of Pinocchio and Nurtle's adventure, and and maybe a, a Geppetto out there who's noticing that they, they can't, they're not making any money or making silly little wooden boys, and what you, they should be making is a rocket. So today we're going to be making a toilet tube rocket. So what you'll need for this is you'll need a toilet roll tube. What you don't want to do is just unravel all the toilet roll (laughs) off a tube. Ask your mum or your dad or your guardian if you're a child or just do it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, just wait it out. You don't have to waste toilet roll to get it. This is an activity that's worth the wait. You can do whatever you'd like, so you can also use some coloured paper if you want. I'm not going to do that today. Personally, I don't want to do any more waste. So I have got a ripped open cereal box. This is cinnamon churros from Aldi. They're not nice with milk on, but they're nice if you just eat them dry. Oh, really? I love curiously cinnamon. Yeah, Yeah, I love cinnamon. 
they're quite tasty actually and they're a lot cheaper uh, they're made by harvest morn they contain whole grain Alright, don't go through the ingredients. We've got a time to keep uh, through here, mate. Six percent is one hundred and twenty-two calories. So that's not too bad. Do you get protein from them? Uh, let's have a look. So they're protein. Uh, you get seven grams out of a hundred grams. So seven percent protein. It's not awful. Not terrible, no. Not awful, no. Mm. A lot of a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. Well, we like anyway. Sugar. Anyway, so I've ripped it apart, and what you need to do is you need to make a circle and you also need to make a square as well what you need is a pair of scissors you could use some safety scissors uh, or you could ask someone to help you and a glue stick as well so I'm going to cut this now so mad that you're a grown man you're 28 years old and you have a pretty stick I know I bought it today I also had to uh, one of the boys who was going hiking and has got a bit of a bad stomach so he needed an emodium <laughs> so I went I was holding my Brit stick and I went up to the person in Tesco and I was like where's the emodium <laughs> I, I look like an insane person I so yeah, you were so... going to say you Brit sticked up his bum to stop the poo coming out <laughs> <laughs> well that would have been better wouldn't it uh, so as you can see, I'm cutting around and I'm making a big circle. Uh, you might be wondering, Luke, how did you make such a good circle? And I'll tell you. One trick I found to make a pretty good top of your rocket, because this is going to be the nose of the rocket, is to get a coffee cup and draw around it. That's smart. I like that. If, if you want a bigger head, then draw on something else so then you're going to draw a slip uh, cut a slip with the scissors be careful obviously because it's a bit sharp you're going to just do it right into the middle one one snip and then you're going to bend it round can you see how I'm bending it and it's created a small cone whoa a lot like what Luke Terry is holding his hand right now why when it's all episode Luke's following along (laughs) 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 basically the tighter you make it the more conical it becomes I've got to just say, you cut that circle out really well. Thank you. I, I, I thought it was, was going to look all sort of jagged, but it actually looks quite smooth. It, no, I was it, impressed with it that. It is a bit jagged, but, I'd bit, but then, then what you do is you glue it down. So I'm going to get my glue stick and I'm going to. I want you to it. wear it as a comedy hat. I'll wear it as a little comedy hat. A little comedy sort of hat. Oh yeah. my god, I've dropped it. <laughs> there you go, wait. So I'm covering it in glue and I'm going to bend it round. There we go. Lovely. So that is pretty good. You can also trim the edges. You can glue it back. And what you might want to do as well, just because it's a bit boring, the, the thing, so you could cover it in paper. What I did was I coloured it all in and felt it. Oh, you've done one earlier. Look at that. Here's one I made earlier. That I, made I thought earlier. you were going to say that you'd put glue on it and dipped it in some glitter. That would have been quite nice. That would have been awesome, but that would have required me buying glitter as well, which I <laughs> was not as if in the you league. don't have glitter it's, already. I don't have glitter. You already I didn't have, have the Prit stick. I did have the Prit stick. I bought it, it this morning. <laughs> I don't don't believe you. I'm... <laughs> How else do you Prit stick glitter to your face when you go to your 80s nights? Oh, local ah, there we go. Oh, there Cat's we go. out the bag now. So, so then I'm going to chop a square and you want it to be pretty like a pretty good square again you don't have to be using cardboard for this you could use paper but these are going to be like the feet of the rocket like the what do you call that bit of a rocket the bottom yeah the, the bottom fans the fins it'd be like fins. wouldn't it be like where the engine is no 
maybe something like that yeah so you can see it's i mean again i'm not doing it amazing but you don't have to so i've got like a pretty good square a good way of checking if it looks all right is to tilt onto this side and if these two aren't level then i trim a little bit off and then, and then there, it looks kind of like a diamond now. So, could you use a ruler? You could use a ruler. You could measure this. I'm not measuring it because I can't be bothered. But then, I'm going to cut it right down the middle, like this. Oh, be careful. There we go. So we've got two triangles. Wow. Pretty similar. So what you're going to do is this one, you're going to snip the bottom up. Then this one, you're going to snip the other side. So from the pointy bit at the top. Bam. That's so cool. It really is. Look what you're going to do now. Look at that. I'm going to slide it together. <laughs> that is, oh, that is created, good. I've created little legs. Look so at that's, that. That's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, it's not It's not amazing. But and all it's... the aliens that you fly past can see your churros. The cinnamon churros on the bottom of your Admittedly, rock. Admittedly, this is the part where it's probably best if you paint it, I guess, just because you will be able to see the, the cereal. But you're not doing so, it because budget constraints, because the toys aren't selling very well. No, exactly. I do not have any money. I'm trimming up again, and I'm going to trim four lines onto my toilet roll tube. A How lot often like... do you do this? How often do I do Every night before bed, it's so therapeutic. <laughs> it's part of his routine. <laughs> it's part of my routine. So then you've got you've got kind of like oh my goodness, you've got like four slits, so that will fit over each leg. I heard a rumor you try and have as many poos in a day as you can, so that you get an empty <laughs> toilet roll, so you can do this. That is what I do. Oh my goodness, I don't know what I've done. Hang on, why are you not going in? That's what she said. Oh for God's sake, don't <laughs> <laughs> not, on not on this segment. Oh, there we go. It might take a wiggle, but they can get in like that. Bam. It's not bad, actually. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? And then what I can do is I'll get my little thing from earlier. And Where's the one you painted? There we go. Oh, that now, is rubbish. <laughs> that isn't rubbish, because what you're going to do is you're going to paint it and add anything else to it. I did make one earlier, and I trimmed the bottom of it off. And I added some little things to it. So here's one. It's just the hat doesn't fit. I know the hat doesn't fit, but you can glue the hat on. <laughs> Should have found the hat. Well, it's a bit of a letdown with the hat. It's not a letdown with the hat. So here it is. It's quite nice. I've drawn little portholes on it. Uh, they, I've also, you might not be able to see, but I've also added like little bolts to the side to like make it look quite robotic. Oh, that is and cool. I've also named it the SS Astro. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool, isn't it? I like that. So that's how you make a toilet roll tube. It doesn't cost much money. And if you don't have any money to buy your pens and your print stick, you could just shoplift them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, just ask your parents to get you some. But no, don't do any waste or anything. But that's, that's it. That, and now you can have all sorts of adventures to the... To Mars for your very own tube. This is so sad. Really what do you mean it's sad? It's good. No, there's it's... something kind of sad about this one. What do you mean? <laughs> you like... holding up that wonky rocket. I feel so say... proud of it. It's made me sad. <laughs> I mean, I can glue it on. I'll glue it onto the top. It's fine. I only kept it there so I could demonstrate it before. But as you can see, I'm just <laughs> rimming the edge of the, the, the tube. I'm rimming it round.
There's there just go, something about a 28-year-old man with a pretty stick holding up a wonky rocket that's just making me sad. Stop being sad. It's just a, a game. I just keep thinking it's like your life's falling apart. <laughs> it's not. Rocket. It's not falling apart. I'm just playing. It's just for the kids listening at home. <laughs> Father, say- I didn't oh, stick. No, it moved like a mouth. It looked like a Muppet. Oh. Isn't it sad, Joe? It is. <laughs> it's a bit sad. I like it. I could just see him in a padded room, you know, like in X Men, and there's always like a little kid that they're like, "Oh yeah, he's the most powerful mutant," and then they go into the room. There's just like a kid with this messed up rocket. (laughs) If you want as well, you could get some tissue, orange tissue paper, and you could add it to the bottom, makes it look like fire, and you could paint the the different bits uh, so it's different. Stop staring at me like that. (laughs) I, I don't it's think it's sad. for the kids. Yeah, it's for the kids. I, I think it's fine. It's, kids. it's pretty good, isn't it? You see the world in weird and wild ways. Oh, no. That's, oh, that's no, bad. you did. <laughs> okay, he's got me back. He's, he's got me back. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Okay, so, yeah, Brilliant. that's how you make your very own rocket. I uh, hope you enjoy. Thank you. No, I think there's lots of fun to be had with that. I agree. I I was impressed with the way that you cut all the shapes and stuff. I didn't think of doing that, and it makes total sense. Yeah, it's pretty so good. Called the cinnamon rocket. <laughs> the cinnamon rocket is. <laughs> He's coming to town. The cinnamon rocket. Someone I might do all. Cola van comes in. I would love to do all my recycling like this. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <That's laughs> it's rockets. Leaving it out for the bin man every Wednesday, and they're all rockets. <laughs> Leave one on the top. Can you imagine the next time you see like the the van come out to pick up your bins? You know when they put like stuff on the front of their van. (laughs) All these toys, all these rockets, all of Luke's crafts. It's like a sock puppet on the front. There's also I don't know what this guy's doing, but (laughs) it's a regular Geppetto in there. Yeah, I was gonna say Geppetto vibes. Another thing I forgot to mention as well is if you have a kitchen roll tube, you can make a longer rocket as well. Wow, so that is game changer. That's mm. a game changer. I, I kept that and I never even used it. No, I've got loads of toilet roll on my desk, like loads of it. I've <laughs> collected it for weeks. <laughs> just toilet roll as well, not the not the holders. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just loads, loads of them. Just the roll, just the paper. And I've got Great. some more tubes here. It's pretty good. You can make a whole fleet. Um, <laughs> to fight Astro, we're going to need more than a fleet uh, to fight Astro. I don't feel right after doing that. Yeah, it was because it was it's insane. It wasn't no, sad. I, th- I think it's you fun. did fine. I think that was lovely. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was good to watch with the theme song over the top. It's going to sound good. I might find a sad version of that scene. No, don't do a sad Just version. Put Mad of World my over it. <laughs> don't put Mad World over my <laughs> section. <laughs> His gym playlist, <laughs> Mad World. Mad World. <laughs> Losing my religion. <laughs> Please don't put REM over the top. Listen, <laughs> that, that, that I don't feel right after that. Losing oh. my religion, violin covered. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do. Oh, don't do this as a trailer as well. Like doing black and white footage of my face. And- <laughs> like putting a fake tear down my face. Oh, looking god. really sad. Making me look like oh god, like holding a your rocket. <laughs> my little rocket. It's good. It's really, really good, actually. <laughs>
<laughs> I drew a little windows on it. God, this has been such a roller coaster, such a sad end to the episode. <laughs> I know, I don't feel right. I'm going to go have a lie down. I've really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it's uh, been a bloody good one. Oh, that's it. Luke's made us a little rocket for Pinocchio in outer space. Very fitting and lovely. The film is a real boy and it's it's risen in the ranks more than we might have expected. It's the yeah. sixth best Pinocchio film that we've watched. We've had a lovely time. I'm just rifling through the library to see what entry we're going to explore next. And I found a little thing called The New Adventures of Pinocchio. Ooh. It's a sequel mm-hmm. to our former sixth best Pinocchio film. The one that's been taken down a notch by um, by all of us. I guess none of us have seen this one, right? No. no. Right. I was under the impression it was a TV show, but apparently it is a film. Yeah. I think the name makes it sound like a TV show, like how they did like the new adventures of Lois and Clark or whatever it was Yeah, called. yeah. Like the Tarzan one they did, mm, like the new yeah. adventures of Tarzan. It makes definitely makes it sound like a TV show, but no, apparently it's not. So um, we're going to be watching that and we'll come back next month to speak about it and find out why has Geppetto been turned back into a puppet. Geppetto's a puppet in this one. Yeah, apparently. Oh my goodness. Like I say turned back. He's just been turned. She's back. always say, been Flash. He he's just bit he is probably gonna be a naughty boy, so it's gonna be good. <laughs> Could you imagine? He just starts lying so much that he gets transformed. Can't wait. But yeah, until then, thank you very much to everyone for listening. Be great if we yeah. could get some reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but five stars only, please. Yeah, please, just five stars, for the love of God. If you've listened this far past that tragic last section, then, like, surely you like what we're doing. Yeah, and, like, if you think it's a a four out of five or a three out of five, maybe just leave it to yourself. Tell us in an email form. Yeah, realboyspod at gmail.com. If you yeah. think it's if you think it's anything less than a five, I demand that you treat Rethink. it as if it, it deserves a redemption arc like Geppetto did in this episode. Yeah. You know, you might think we're bad at first, but if you stick around, then it might get better. Yeah, just think a little bit deeper about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. for God's sake. This is so think much more that. than just Pinocchio. This is about yeah. the human race. Yeah, yeah. We're having a if- bloody good time. If you write a review, I'll send you money in the post. <laughs> I'll send you I'll send you a pound. All right, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> First he's you buying all sorts of cardboard. Now he's sending money to people. What next? <laughs> he's gonna send it in his rocket as well. <laughs> He'll send you a signed rocket SS tragedy. Oi, 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 oi. This is like my segment. You're mocking so my segment. All right, well, anyway, it was a good segment. Uh, thank you to Joe Tarone for our musical themes. Always lovely to hear. Joe, yeah. I think it's time for you to, you can plug something on the podcast. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> to all eight of our listeners, they're going to love hearing about this. Oh, uh, well, if you like Pinocchio themed music, then get ready for something that is nothing to do with Pinocchio. It's my new single, Riverbend, with my dad. And you can go and hear it in all of your favourite places. And if that place happens to also have Real Boys, then make sure you go and leave a review for Real Boys too. <laughs> oh, he can never Please. just plug himself. It's a lovely song. It's a fantastic song, yeah. Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Luke Thomas, for your illustrations. We've just started releasing episodes where you illustrate the cover, so people are seeing even more of your work. And it's <laughs> and it's lovely. Check out I'm... the girth on the Erotic Adventures of Pokemon. <laughs> we posted on our Instagram. <laughs> That could have been him holding a log. It could have been.
There's nothing to prove otherwise. True. And thank you to Luke for being our Nurtle the Turtle and guiding yeah. us through the, the Pinocchio sphere. To Mars, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, it's always appreciated. Really, you did that this week, Joe, with your um, journalistic integrity. Yeah, your journalistic integrity this um, week was phenomenal. Um, I, I think that's what I'm going to bring to when it's my turn to do this. I'm 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 reading it like it's it's data that I've found, and and I'm <laughs> I need to find the the killer. I'm I'm announcing <laughs> it's it's my uh, it's my evidence file. Who burnt down the theatre that was showing this film? Yeah, <laughs> we'll that was a good one. I I enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's been fun. Anyway, come back next time for new adventures of Pinocchio. Thanks, everyone. We've been the real boys, and it's been real. I'm a little wooden boy. All I wanted was some love. And they all lived happily ever after. As real boys. See you next time. Real boys.